1: It's Tango Day, everybody. Follow after me and step and back and slide and dip. That's Tango. Why is Ice-T leading our Tango class?
0: It's probably the Honey Nut Cheerios. He found out they can help lower cholesterol. Now he's having fun taking care of his heart in all sorts of new ways. Let's see those hips move, people.
1: Learn more by picking up a box of Cheerios and check out our Pour Your Heart Into It audio workouts with Ice-T and Buzz to get your heart pumping.
0: No. No. My well eyes do you are just hurting today? Yeah, no, mine too. Okay, yeah, I'm four fucking episodes deep and I'm obsessed with it and how I described it to what, like help people cuz we just tried to Oh, record. sorry, sorry. So, Gabby told me last night to watch Inventing Anna, and I didn't because I watched the trailer. Well, I I did I had seen the trailer before you said that. And honestly, I just heard her accent and was like there's no fucking way I'm watching this <laughs> cuz the accent is so bad, but then you told me and I watched last night and now every episode's like an hour if not more. I'm already 4 episodes deep. I but cannot it's good, stop watching. Right? It's so good because it it is literally, at least how I'm taking it right now, right? Like I haven't finished, but right now how it is is like performance art meets ego meets trauma. So it's like performance art and mental illness gone too far and I fucking live for it. Yeah, And it's like a reflection on like power and commentary and like social status and how like you could just make anything up and if you're a fucking person behind a microphone or a person that knows how to wordsmith well like oh my god it is so it is just get thank you for the recommendation it's giving Well, it to i me.
1: told meadow because i remember like living it's a true story it's based on a true right. story and i remember like living through it and being like fascinated by it oh my god not my computer screaming at me it gets so overheated whenever we record oh my
0: gosh, um,
1: can you hear it no i can't but okay good but well, you just
0: reminded me I have some tabs to close, so let me go do that.
1: Oh, my God. Um, mm-hmm. What was I going to say? That I was watching it. I literally started it this past weekend. It's Wednesday. I'm in the middle of the last episode. There's nine episodes. They're each, like, an hour long. Um, it's so good. And the, the other night, I was watching it, and I was up super late watching, and I, like, it's exactly what you said of, like, the commentary of mental health and, like, acting and, like, all these things. And I was sitting there, and I literally just started writing, like, a story idea that I have that I want to mm-hmm. pitch and it's the concept of like what happens when we just stop like what are we left with we're literally just Mm -hmm. left with ourselves is that why it's Mm -hmm. so scary like what happens when we just stop we show Mm -hmm. so many projections of ourselves like everything is like a mirror you know what i mean like to our work to what we project online to our loved ones to our partners like the people we're sleeping with the people that we love like it's everything is a different projection and we're like act the most most of us the majority of us are actively acting in a way
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and the struggle is just to like simply fucking exist like why is that so difficult
0: oh shit low browser storage i'll it because it's so fucking downloads i am it's so fucking difficult because when you have trauma that's that severe and you've never been taught anything or you just are like I don't know, just so, some people can't get past that, like, egoic mind to sit with themselves alone. Like, it is too hard to get to that point where you're left with just you. So you'll do anything but to the point where you'll, like, con people out of fucking millions of dollars. Right,
1: but <laughs> just wait until you get towards the end because it, from what it seems, obviously, we don't know. But from what it seems, the girl didn't have that much trauma.
0: Oh, really?
1: mm mm-hmm. Like, okay. it might just be, like, sociopathic tendencies.
0: Ah, uh, hey, did I ever send you, remember a long time ago when I said I found that uh, neurodivergent girl on YouTube and I mm-hmm. wanted to send it to you? Did I ever do it? Mm-mm. Okay. We got to watch
1: that still. Okay. Anyway, you guys should go watch Inventing Anna because it's really good. It's so good. It's I'm loving really it. Good. Wait, so did you, f- you didn't finish. I was, I was falling asleep last night during the last too, episode and there were like 30 minutes left. So I was like, I need to be paying attention for when yeah. this ends. It was like two a.m. I've been going to bed at like two every night. I don't know what's going on. Oh my with me. gosh! I know. Um. So I'm gonna finish it today. Fun. It's really good. It, her accent is miserable. The
0: accent is so. But that's what she's tragic like.
1: Have you Did googled she? her? No, not yet. Dude, you gotta. Because I don't want her.
0: No, I have to google her after. Because I didn't no, know about it in real photos, time like you. Just for the photos. Oh, so okay, can, like, okay. See what she
1: actually looked like it's uncanny. Okay.
0: I really, really wish I would have been paying attention in real time. I told Michaela about it, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that because that's what that my phase when I was really into scams." And I was like, "God, only you, my mom, and my brother would say something like that." Like, "Oh yeah, that phase when I was into scams."
1: scams. And then I'm watching this, and then in tandem last night, I started watching the Tinder swindler. Oh my god, it's so good!
0: No, how fucking unreal is that story? I watched the whole thing. There's
1: 20 minutes fucking left. It is I'm not going to tell you why so I didn't finish sad. it but we didn't yeah. we didn't finish watching it. And oh, I can imagine why. And there's 20 minutes left and I need to finish it. It's But I told them I wouldn't finish it without them, but it's unreal. My mom has been calling me for over a week. Oh no, about like, Tinder. You need to watch this freaking thing. My mom's biggest fear is me on dating apps. <laughs> like every time I'm like, "Mom, I'm going on a date." She has like a panic attack. So, yeah Uh, she's been telling me to go watch this and like as I'm sitting there in the beginning I'm like every one of his pictures I would have been like you fucking tool like yeah exactly exactly but then it's like the guys is like like these poor girls these poor fucking girls also
0: I think my favorite part of that one is is how it showed how quickly our culture on social media is fucked up how like the first time an article ever went out of them did you get to that part the mm-hmm. first time an article ever went out, all the comments were like, fucking gullible women, women will believe anything, blah, like blah, like like,
1: diggers, blah, blah. And it's like, really? Blah, blah, blah. Like asking
0: yeah. to fucking move with someone and flying someone across the world and like emotional manipulation and abuse and trauma is just gullibility? Or, you know what I mean? Like it's just, yeah. or naivete, well, whatever you want to call listen, it. Listen,
1: fucking speaking of media twisting shit, I, we need to talk about it. Can we talk about Kanye for a second? All right. <laughs> We literally just had to leave the podcast site that we normally use because it wasn't fucking working. We tried Zoom. It sounded like shit. And now we're on another podcast site trying to use this. That we've All never used it- before. No, but I've used it as a guest on other people's podcasts. So oh, if audio sounds different from five seconds ago to now.
0: <laughs> we're so sorry. I don't know what to tell you. We're making it work.
1: Okay. And I have our Kanye. Meadow, tell me what you're unpacking because last week I got a very suspicious text from you saying yes you did I have a lot to tell you and to unpack and I have the best unpacking and I'm not going to tell you until we talk about it so let's talk about it it's
0: so good because it happened to me and then the day after like when I was sending that text I was on a walk with Mahal and I was just thinking like I've never seen anyone talk about this, and I could I could really use a good podcast episode or listen to someone talk about this. So it's gonna that's like exactly what we always want to do is like have things come up in our lives and our healing process and then share about it. Okay, let me cut to the point, Meadow. I am talking about having healthy sex after being sexually abused. Yay! Claps all around. <laughs> so already, I mean, I'm sure we're gonna. I'm going to disclaimer and you'll be able to tell by the episode title, but if that's going to be triggering for you, I'm going to, I'm not going to be specific about my abuse, but I'm going to be specific about a part of my healing. That was hard that I want to share about. Go on. Okay. So Aaron and I are having sex last weekend and we it's going great. And then we switched to this position And it's a position we've had sex in before and like I've had sex in before and I've been fine. But it's also a position that in the past I have been, I have felt extremely unsafe in and kind of have been abused or taken advantage of in a position that's similar, if not the same one. Okay. And I didn't think twice because I've had sex since in that particular position and it was fine. But something about it, like right when we were done, I just started crying and I've never cried after having sex. And I just started bawling and I turned to Aaron and I was like, okay, clearly I'm processing something and I don't know what's happening. And it took me about like 10 minutes to kind of figure it out and sit with my feelings and really like think about what I was feeling. And I think it's because Aaron made me feel so safe and so loved in a position where in the past I have felt so fucking unsafe and so scared that it it like triggered some fucking sexual healing and I had to ball it out, baby.
1: <laughs> what a good feeling. I'm sorry. There is nothing, first of all, <sighs> me being like, you've never balled after sex. Like yeah, I, know there really is, there's there's something, because I've had both. I've had good cries and bad cries after yeah. sex. Yeah, And they're really, when we're talking about the good cry of like the release, there yeah. really is nothing quite like that release of emotion. So I'm very happy that you were able to just like, fucking let it out and it
0: felt like a part of my fucking okay so here's so in my oh i wish i had my journal next to me in my journal they're one of the reasons why i got this 222 necklace is because mm-hmm. this year i said one of my big goals for myself is healing my sacral chakra which basically just means like i'm healing my sexual trauma like everything to do with like my uterus and my sexuality and like aaron and i want to have kids soon i want to make it a safe fucking home for a baby to have a little apartment in there for nine months. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she know, wants to put up her lonely posters.
1: Yeah. I'm going <gasps> to move on it, in. So, I'm moving into your uterus my, with your baby. Yeah,
0: <laughs> please do. I'm making such a safe space, but I would like to even like energetically and spiritually feel like I'm in the best position I can be in to like go on the next step of my fucking journey as a human. And I know like we've talked about our abusive relationships before. I know there's part of it that I still have a lot of work to do in, And a lot of that has to do with the sexual trauma because that's just the part that I'm most, I don't know, like, that's most sticky or hurtful for me almost or the one that, like, feels hardest to talk about. I mean,
1: Meadow, first of all, there's not only, like, a ridiculous amount of stigma attached to any sort of sexual trauma to begin with, but then you couple it with your sexual trauma had to do with someone that you were actively calling a boyfriend. Right. So then that adds the layer of, is it abuse? Right, right. Was right. it rape? Like, we don't, you know what I mean? Right. So Which, spoiler alert,
0: it is, but these are just the lessons we've been taught. To exactly. Pick.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: So anyway, so I've made this whole thing that was like, okay, I want to really work on my sexual healing. And then I found out like, I've been doing a lot of cool tarot stuff and just playing in that world. And everything that keeps coming up was like, heal your sacral chakra. And I was like, that's so interesting because that's your uterus. And I've been getting this for like six months. Right. So by mm-hmm. the new years, I'm like, okay, that's my goal. Then I discovered that the sacral chakra is your second chakra, which is cool. Cause it's a number two in the year 22. Wait, really? Right? How cool is that? And then I discovered the color that goes with it is orange. And I was like, I grew up on an orange grove. Like, cool. Like I'm finding new ways to try to connect with it and try to get better. And then I was like, boom, second month of my second chakra in year 22, I already started crying after sex. So I guess I'm doing some energetic healing, baby.
1: You are. You're fucking tapping into the witchiness that we said we were going to tap into. Oh God. I'm really happy that you had that experience. How to cool just let is it that? And, and I don't
0: think, I've never heard someone say like, to have but in the same position like people don't talk about like the specifics of sexual trauma you know what i mean like can you have sex in the same position you've had sex in in the past that have felt
1: unsafe to you i think it's particular to the person right and look you're you're in a position with somebody who makes you feel deeply safe and deeply loved and because look i want to make a differentiation too is that a word Yeah, it is. Yes, yeah. <laughs> not Gabby making up words again. <laughs> we always do. When it, you said earlier that you were in a position that you used to feel unsafe in, like it's not that you were me- like made to feel unsafe. Like you were right, unsafe.
0: Exactly. I was unsafe, yeah.
1: You know? That's a big differentiation, yeah. now you are safe and are also yeah. being made to feel safe. So not only – I want to point this out too because that is a big difference that when you were having sex in that position, did you think about it while you were doing it? Or did you feel fine? Like beforehand? Like in the moment you yeah. and Aaron are in the position where you did it. run through your brain about feeling unsafe before. I don't before?
0: think so. I okay, don't think that's so. huge. I'm trying to think back to it. I don't think so. Yeah, That's huge
1: because, yes, your body remembered after. I think you yeah. were able – I don't want to put feelings or words into your mouth, but I wonder if like part of that catharsis was – your body acknowledging the fact that you were able to move through it and not remember in the moment and like let it go and actually oh, feel sure. the experience and then yeah. after being like holy shit I just experienced that and didn't I wasn't triggered in the moment I wasn't traumatized in the moment yeah it's fucking huge
0: I think that's why because that's why it took cause it because it fully it like almost caused a fight but didn't just because I didn't know what was happening at first. Like at first I started crying and I like didn't realize, like I said, it took me 10 minutes to kind of figure it out. I had to sit with my feelings. But so the first thing I did was Aaron was like, oh my gosh, are you okay? I was like, no, I'm fine. I don't want to talk about it because I just wanted to figure it out for myself first. But I just kind of communicated at that very like standoffish. So all of a sudden he thinks like something's wrong or he doesn't know. And then 10 Mm -hmm. minutes later, I'm like, wait, no, 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 no. Like it has nothing to do with you doing anything bad. This was me processing the fact that you made me feel so safe that I came to that. But so I, I do at least need to work on explaining that when I'm taking a beat just to figure out how I'm feeling, it has nothing to do with him. You know? Oh
1: my God. That makes but me want to cry, Meadow. Because it's how so, cool is that? It's so cool. And like, this is something that you and I started talking about this year and it wasn't something that I ever said out yeah. loud until I started going to therapy this year. I mean, you know I'm not without therapist anymore, but I will thank her for that moment because that was stuff that we talked about that I was like, I never knew that I had experienced like any sort of sexual trauma. I knew that there were like deaf gray areas. Look, I knew the facts facts were, I would consistently stop after sex. I would lock myself. This is with not my most recent ex. Everyone gets very confused. Not the most recent Everyone, go
0: listen. If you're new here, hello, welcome. We love you. Please go listen (laughs) to thought one because it's going to explain a lot of context
1: for this thought. Yes. If you're new, I had a very emotionally abusive relationship from ages 18 to 22. During that period, that is what I'm talking about right now throughout this episode. Well, and I, I will let you know otherwise. The point is that during that relationship, the facts were I would constantly lock myself in a bathroom after sex i would hysterically oh. cry but like i'm talking i can't breathe cry yeah i would cry during yeah like the single fucking tear rolling down the face
0: would he notice
1: um i don't know
0: so doesn't that even tell you right there that your partner's not even paying enough attention we don't even know if he noticed or not like how fucking telling is that alone
1: I mean, yeah. I don't know if I it like it, my initial reaction was like, did I hide it well enough? Did I turn right. my face? Did I, right. you know, I don't right. I mean, he knew after when I was in the bathroom right. hysterical. Um and part of the reason that I was in the bathroom hysterical was because he he was a big makeup sex person. Oh fuck. so it would be we would be in a really totally. intense fight that totally. was usually triggered by like him calling me a whore in seven different ways Yep. and something that you know basically he couldn't grapple with the fact that I wasn't a virgin when I yep. met him yep. like wasn't cheating on the man wasn't oh my doing god it, even the I mean?
0: fights are about sex and then he wants to make that's up that's why they with were so sex. fucking traumatizing oh it was we would fight god. for
1: four hours him screaming in my face me screaming back about me being a whore and yeah. again him not being able to deal with the fact that I wasn't a fucking virgin yep. and then would want so we're fighting about my body we're fighting about my sexuality but now you want to fuck me so that you know that you have control over me now it's so gross you own my it? body now so i would the point is your I didn't body need would to reject switch it. this and turn it into me but no, th- my no, body would this it, it no would point it would then be the like i would we'd finish and then I would usually spin it like I remember so many times just sobbing and being like I'm so sorry I'm so sorry like I'm so glad that you love me I'm so glad that like you forgive me for sleeping with someone before I met you. (laughs) <laughs> oh my God. like, like oh my it God. was it was that so yeah. i would flip it and i don't know well, if that's I'd... what
0: abuse is they they trap you into you're not safe expressing how you actually feel so you have to like even manipulate the way you present right. your own. so like he
1: doesn't know yeah. like him and i never had a conversation about this even after we broke right. up even after i was like you were abusive yeah the sexual trauma part of it i didn't um come to terms with until this year and this is yeah. three years after we broke up
0: same same but different you and I have also bonded over how we have fucking hated giving blowjobs up until feeling safe and like
1: how certain sexual well, acts
0: don't even make us feel safe. Yes. Cause I had told her in person.
1: Mm-hmm, I told Meadow, I was like, I have an unpacking for the podcast. And I right. I think I was like in the shower and I was thinking about it and it like hit me and I was like, Whoa. And it was basically, <laughs> I was, Whoa. so what I, what I'm like recently unpacking now is the, is just being so deeply comfortable with myself as like a sexual person and like yes. a sexual being because I've always been a very sexual person but like and you are because you're reflecting in this way though like don't let that go
0: past you because you're open enough to share these stories and say this and honor this to yourself and say it out loud is the reason why you're becoming more comfortable with yourself as a sexual person in general yeah but also you know like what
1: mean? having friends like you having friends like Matt, like people like even like Meadow's friend Lena that I follow on Instagram was like oh my, my god follows, everyone
0: needs to fucking we'll follow poster
1: show notes like seeing that and seeing women that are just so comfortable in their and when I say sexuality I don't even mean like sex with another person they're just so comfortable in their sensuality in their bodies in like just being able to be like I am this like fucking creature like divine creature
0: living room naked Mm -hmm. and feeling hot and feeling sexy not for anyone else but yourself
1: right like I am really living in that this year Like hardcore and not feeling because I think I used to be really shamed um, by others and by myself when it came to my sensuality like Mm -hmm. it when I was younger Gabby's a whore that's Mm -hmm. the narrative Mm -hmm. Then I'm in a relationship gabby's a whore then the and relationship also culturally was,
0: if you haven't to the Teffy episode you guys talk at length about how a lot of latin cultures it's you're born with your worth being you mm-hmm. as a wife to someone mm-hmm. and, and a virginal wife right, right? Or,
1: or it's yeah. like you know the a lot of things with my ex was like the asking for attention so it's like if we were out at a club and i wasn't dancing on him it's like oh do you not want people to know you have a boyfriend But then if I was dancing on him and Meadow knows when I go out and I'm dancing and it's good music, my ass is in the air and my head is touching the ground. I know I met you over
0: in front of me. It was fun.
1: Then it's like, oh, you're asking for attention. You look like a whore. What are you doing? Get off me. Oh, my God. That was a real fight that we had. Everything's a double standard. (laughs) Of course. I'll never forget that fucking moment. We were in Boston. I'll never fucking forget that moment. But yes, real fight. So it's like that or even like then it started happening and like. Friendships where we'd be out and I would be dancing and they'd be like, oh Gabby's asking for attention, Gabby's doing this, like blah blah. blah, blah. And I'll never forget. Now you have a, friends that bend a, you over farther. Listen, <laughs> there is a fucking st- whatever, I'm not gonna tell the story. Um okay. I'm like boundaries, Gabby, boundaries, I'll tell you <laughs> I told I we warned us. We do have some, so boundaries, do have boundaries, some. boundaries, 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 boundaries. <laughs> We're protecting people's privacy. Um protecting people's privacy. I'm like going on and on. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Men don't count. Women count. (laughs) Exactly. I'm your voice of confidence and let's start our business. Well, uh, I'm self-doubt and uh, I don't think so. Come on.
0: With LegalZoom, it's just a few steps.
1: Fine. I'm in.
0: LegalZoom. Now you're in business.
1: LegalZoom is not a law firm or a substitute for an attorney.
0: The future will be amazing and that's all well and good. But what about today?
1: anyway the point is I've always had this like weird shame around it and it really really started happening and I have to thank my like I have to thank Yassi I have to thank like all those like newer like Latin Puerto Rican friends that I started making friends with in like 2019 because they were really the introduction and like my friend Ohenia that like you know was the catalyst of it all like they were really the introduction, and I don't think I've like ever even like thanked them for that. Of just like showing me by example and telling me like, be you, have fun, like because in our culture, like in Caribbean Latin culture, like the way you dance, the music you listen to, like it's such a yeah. fucking thing, and totally. like they were they really encouraged it, like it out sexuality of me. Yes.
0: sexuality for yourself, yeah, and mm-hmm. empowerment, yeah,
1: and they really pulled it out of me, yeah. and. Now it's, like, I have zero apology around it. But, oh, my God, this is such a long-winded fucking sentence.
0: Wait, 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 wait. I have a question about it. Mm-hmm. Do you want to finish your thought first? No. Okay. Uh Do you think your ability to unpack this newfound, like, empowerment through sensuality has, is tied to your last unpacking and, like, owning your feminine identity more?
1: Totally. No, 100%. Right? 100%. Right? But it's it's been so cool to, like, see you, d- like on your healing journey and you're the first person that I've ever been able to talk to about any of this this.
0: openly yeah oh that's another thing uh oh go ahead
1: no I was just gonna bring it back to what you said about the blowjobs (laughs) why we went on this tangent oh let's talk about it because so I called Meadow and I was like I had this fucking realization in the shower I was like okay so I've been on this journey deal like really leaning into my sensuality I think I've said it on the podcast where I was like I don't have it in me to have bad sex right now I just like yeah I've been This is the first time in my life when I've been single and, like, really, truly enjoying it. And, again, leaning into my sensuality and, like, I think the first sexual experience I had post my most recent breakup. So I – this was, what, summer 2021. Mm -hmm. The first sexual experience I had was incredible because it was, like, with someone who made me feel so fucking hot. And, like, so safe and so, like, you're in control. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. you know, I fucking talked about it all summer. Oh, I know exactly. Oh, I know. Yeah. And, like, that's – I'm lucky that it's someone that's, like – Take
0: a, f- a sip of water reminding me about this story. No, but
1: I'm, I'm like, it's like, someone that I call a friend. And, like, I'm so gr- – and I said it to them recently. I was, like, I'm really fucking grateful for you Oh, because you, you- – I thought that's so cool of you. Because I-, I was just, like, I was, like, yo, you really – you really like helped me through a moment in my life that you didn't know that I was going through.
0: But that's so cu- – I don't think other people and would share that that openly. That says a lot that you even are willing to share that with someone. That's so cool. He's a
1: cool guy. He's a cool guy and he's yeah. – he's he's made me feel very safe to talk about Yeah, anything. We're friends. Like we're yeah, friends. We're friends first. Yeah. And whatever. The point is that like the, re- the relationship that I had just gotten out of different right so not Mm -hmm. abusive not anything like bad in that way but I from the very beginning always felt a very large disconnect when it came to our sex life when it came to our Mm -hmm. like my sexuality like I would tell him I'm like do you even find me attractive which is something that I've never in my life experienced with a partner of like do you even think I'm hot like what's going on yeah and it he just had I don't I don't know why. I don't know what it was. He just had trouble expressing and being comfortable with his sexuality, with his sensuality, whatever. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But that's just how I experienced it. Mm -hmm. And so what I said to Meadow, I was like, it's so interesting because both of my ex-boyfriends both had made comments to me by the end of the relationship of like, you don't give me enough head. Like, you don't... Like, why don't you have, and not like, not like in a getting mad at me way of like yeah. a concerned of like, do you not, like, what's going on? Like, you don't, you never initiate sex anymore. You don't, you don't give Were me head. Were they giving you head? Yeah. Okay. But it was really the, you don't initiate it anymore. You don't, and I was thinking about it and I was like, what is the fucking common denominator here? Because in the first time around, it was very obvious. It was, I'm right. fucking traumatized by you. Right. So with him, I was like, I know why I don't want to fucking give you head. Like, I yeah. don't want to do this. Right. With the like, other I'm one. I'm going to
0: put my mouth where I formulate my thoughts and my ideas and express myself around where you literally piss out of you scum of the earth piece of shit.
1: Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I'm getting defensive. And then the other one was like, oh, I never give you head. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And and it was my, me being like, because also I was getting off birth control. I was like, birth control really fucks with your libido, whatever. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which is Same with the antidepressants. We, don't, exactly, which we can we also talk
0: about that. <laughs> we don't talk about that enough.
1: And yeah. with my most recent ex, I was like, okay, well, what's going on? And I was like, oh, my God. You make me feel so fucking unattractive. And yeah. giving head and going down on someone is such a personal – I always find it more personal than having sex almost. And yeah. I'm like I, like, I am doing something that you need to feel so hot when doing.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you make me exactly. feel,
1: feel so fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. In my skin. Of course I don't want to go down on you. Of course I don't want to do this. Of
0: course not. Yeah.
1: And I had never thought about it because then I told Meadow, I was like, I recently am like enjoying it and really liking it and whatever. And it started happening with that guy, like the one that I'm talking about earlier, where it was like, I I was so excited. I was so down. I loved it. Like whatever. And I was like, oh my God. Is it because I actually feel fucking comfortable in my sensuality to like feel hot and feel empowered and do yep. all the things that make you feel empowered when people say I love giving hat. Do you know what I mean?
0: Oh, a hundred. No, truly, I've had ex-partners that have been like, why don't you like giving head? And I'm like, I'm like how, do I I you. You- how do I tell yeah, you that exactly. you? that I hate you? I- I ever tell you that you're traumatizing me? Fuck you. And now it's like the best thing ever. Also, head in the shower. Uh, ironic that you thought of this in the shower because head in the shower is a game changer. Just FYI. Just oh, way. my gosh. Also, just <laughs> in case anyone needs some resources. I- oh, my God, Meadow. I know what she's going to say. <laughs> In case anyone needs resources, because you know I'm a resource queen for all subjects. I don't discriminate. That um I learned really great techniques a long time ago. Shout out the skinny confidential because she had the highest paid legal sex worker ever come on her blog and literally teach how to give a good blowjob. And I've really taken it to heart and it's helped me a lot.
1: Listen, it's an act of service. <laughs> You're all welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Here at Thoughts May Mary, we only give you important facts and tips.
0: You know, it's another reason why we should have Lena on. First of all, we need to reiterate again, if any of this conversation is resonating for you, you need to fucking follow our friend Lena. Like She, Meadow, had
1: told me about her okay. and was like, you need to follow Lena. And like, uh, the woman makes me, the, the joy, <laughs> the joy that following it's her brings unreal. me.
0: unreal. She makes me feel so safe.
1: She makes me feel so hot.
0: Oh my God. She makes me feel hot too. She had a dream the other night that she was holding me and I was like her child and we were playing with each other's faces and just telling each other how beautiful we were. And I was like, can that please come true? Like I'm coming to Hawaii right now.
1: Like I can picture it too of like you you two cradling each other, like touching each other's faces.
0: We are obsessed with, I do feel like we're, her and I are kindred soul sisters. We are so in love with each other. I need to meet her. You do. But another reason why we need to have her on is she's brought up a really cool concept about when queer people are in straight relationships so like i identify as queer i guess i never really put a label we never on it, talk about ask, this and we've queer. been wanting to i know but so she brought up a really cool concept of should queer people be allowed or not be allowed but like the dynamics of when a queer person in a straight relationship wants an open relationship because they still want the ability to like express their queerness if they haven't especially people like I saw a TikTok the other day I think I sent it to you when some chick was like does it bother anyone else that it took me 25 years to figure out I was bi but it took my TikTok algorithm <laughs> about 30 seconds yeah and I saw that and I was like so that's a perfect example of like if that girl was in a committed relationship and just realized that she was queer at 25 honestly I think it's kind of dope if she was like if we were open and I wanted to like express myself with someone else, but I, it, it, I think it really depends. It's I don't person know. I wanna, person. It's person to it's person. person, person, because to person. Look, it's
1: I have friends and open relationships where it works. And like, I've seen experiences where it works. I've seen experiences where it doesn't work. The Same. world is not black and white. There is a ton of gray Same, area, yeah. but I think it is a hundred percent up to each individual like I I'm right. not going to be like sitting here being like because I don't know if I would be comfortable with that if I were in a relationship with someone and they were like you know I'm discovering this about myself I want right. to explore I'd be like I, I mean I don't know what I would say but right now I'm kind of I would be like well then go explore have fun because I don't think right. I would expect somebody to sit back while I explore because it's not if you're for me I'm like if, if i'm going out and i'm exploring my sexuality and i'm in a committed relationship with someone and i'm like look i'm having these feelings i want to whatever i don't know it's like what's the boundary what's the line of like then you actually fall for the person i don't know for me so, so
0: that's the thing is in my head i'm immediately i'm like but how come like an expression with one person has to be a threat for another but also full disclosure what
1: I got I just got a text from the person that we've been talking about this whole time. Shut
0: the fuck up. We are such witches. It's not even <gasps> funny. Oi. Okay, go. Was it nice? Yeah. Go. Oh, cute. Um but full disclosure, I have one thousand percent been in love with two people at the same time. Like fully in love with two people at the same time. Have
1: we ever talked about this? I think I have been too, but I, I was also um seventeen years old, so <laughs> no one knows. I was I my sweet high school boyfriend that I fucking traumatized. Aw, did you?
0: Yeah. Sorry. He
1: hates me so much.
0: That's okay. It's okay. Fine. He he grew up and therapy. went on to
1: vote for Trump, so I don't feel bad anymore.
0: Oh, okay. I don't feel bad yeah. anymore. <laughs> no, we, 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 we release that. <laughs> we release We it. release any feelings of guilt there. Sweet boy. But yeah, I you know what would be great? I would love to discuss polyamory with someone that is more well-versed than me I too, am. Me too,
1: because I don't want to sound like a fucking stickler, you know what I mean? But I think it's yeah, just totally. like dependent on the situation.
0: My old, uh, the chick that lived above me in Oakland ha- was polyamorous and had a boyfriend and girlfriend. and. Were they like they a throuple? did not get along. Oh. No. Like the boyfriend and girlfriend didn't get along. But the only time they would text each other would be like to coordinate like her birthdays or holidays so they didn't get the same thing. But they all fucking made it work. And she, she one was a man and one was a woman. And so she had a boyfriend and a girlfriend. Did I say that already? She had Can a boyfriend Can we bring and a on your neighbor?
1: Because what a fucking bad bitch. And, Are you
0: kidding? And she was a fucking psychotherapist. And I'm not kidding. She was like an MFT or something.
1: Here's my question. Do you think we would have had a different reaction if you said your neighbor was a man? What if you had two women? Yeah, probably. We would be having a different conversation, huh? Probably.
0: Well, just because – but that's – we would be having a com- different conversation because historically, systematically, and pervasively, what, what men have been able to be, you know what I mean? Not
1: like, me defending a man. Like, I know. me just being <laughs> like, Even men, we put so much stigma on them about them being <laughs> cheaters and manipulating us, and I'm like, wait <laughs> –
0: Hey, we're talking about nuance, baby. We're not saying we hate all men, just most of them. Oh my
1: God, Gabby. <laughs> get a hold of yourself, sister. Go on.
0: <laughs> Nothing, that's it. It would just be interesting to discuss that more. But I don't know. I think, no, I I don't think enough people talk about, just in general, like he- sexual healing.
1: No, they don't. I don't
0: think any of us fucking talk about this. And like Sarah said, it's our basic, it's our fourth basic human right. Like why? 100%. Where are good do you do is there any good sexual resources or like I have to do a little digging? I have learned? to do some digging. I Oh <gasps> wait, I just had I'm sorry, my inner child just had the biggest flashback of what? my entire life. And I have to ask you if you know because go, maybe go, go. my age will show. When I was like fucking seven or eight, my parents got me the You're Changing Body book. <gasps>
1: Okay. did you ever have one of those did I don't, you ever get one of those i don't think so
0: it was like a book this big oh my
1: god someone listening please tell me i don't me think that's an this. age thing i think that's just like a parenting style
0: maybe yeah it was like a book this big hi honey like
1: i don't remember any of the i also had an older sister
0: oh yeah that's true I mean you do too but I lived yeah but I lived in the older. house with her yeah, yeah exactly exactly it like taught you the book it was all animated but it like taught you what your boobs were gonna look like when they grew in and like what your pubes oh, and how to put it yes and, like, I remember do the boobs you remember I, I and ha- it was animated and it would show you the different I'm ways gonna call my mom to and ask
1: I'm gonna call my mom and ask because I remember the boob thing
0: yes and it was all animated it was like drawings yes
1: Oh, my God. Yes. Like, oh, my God. I have to ask Does your mom. Is your
0: inner child not screaming at that right now? Her do people still boobs. do that?
1: God, my boobs hurt so much when I was going through puberty. Do you remember that? They hurt no, so bad. No, because I, and they were, I like, went on hard. birth control in
0: eighth grade, and <gasps> my boobs grew really? like three sizes. And then I went off birth control, and all of them went away. Wow. Like, I had boobs I didn't in know you school, were that young. Then, oh, bitch. I went on birth control at 13 because my periods were so aggressive that I literally asked to be hospitalized. I was like, I feel like I'm dying.
1: Oh, <gasps> Sweet girl.
0: And so I just went on birth control right away. And then secretly, I, like, immediately started having sex and no one knew. Sorry, mom.
1: Do you know what I just thought about because you were saying that and I was just thinking about going through puberty young? Like, I think of people like Emily Ratajkowski and, like, Sophia Kelly that came on the podcast Mm -hmm. to talk about it and, like, how, like, I know people, I'm not saying Sophia, but, like, people have always, like, shit on Emily of, like, oh, poor, oh, she came out with this book about, like, her body being, like, oh, poor her. I want to read it very bad. She was hot when she was young. Poor her. And I'm, like, no one fucking acknowledges, like, how traumatizing the sexualization of a fucking child is.
0: Oh, it's disgusting. Even the fact that when we talk about, like, when the Me Too movement stuff was happening and a lot of it was, like, underage girls and the news articles would call it underage women. Mm -hmm. They're not women. They're not women. If you're underage, call them fucking girls. Like, they are children. Yeah. Address that. Talk about that. Show that. Say that in your verbiage. It is disgusting.
1: Right. And it's like the woe. It's such, like, a woe is me mentality. You know what I mean? We're like, oh, poor them. They had all the attention in high school. And it's like, yeah, but how fucking um I don't want to say traumatizing how like impactful is that yes. to like have your fucking identity only linked to, to your you sexuality. as a sexual being
0: yep yep wow Sophia was a really good she was really open and honest about that very open and honest you listen guys should go that. listen that to that. That too, I think it was our so second I think
1: yeah I think it was she was our huh? first
0: guest ever she's our baby are you best. getting coffee with her today
1: uh tomorrow we, we changed oh fine um but yes I'm glad we had That's this conversation. I want to talk it. about it. Yeah, me yeah. too. I want to talk about it more, like on the pod, and I want to have guests on to talk about it. And I'm sorry if I sounded a little fumbly when talking because I don't know how to talk about it
0: because we're learning in real time. Con- Did you see Kanye stole our? Fucking- oh, you said I it to, DM'd me. It to <laughs> stole our fucking tagline. Did all of you see? Not to us being like, don't talk about Kanye, and then talking about Kanye. But he did post that he was learning in real time, and Gabby and I were like, uh.
1: I DM'd it to Meadow. I literally DM'd Meadow with the caption of him saying, learning in real time. And I was like, So should he come on the pod. <laughs> like, let's, let's get him on TMV. <sighs> oh, jeez. Well, I hope this was um, helpful. I we have been getting some DMs What's about it? people talking about relationships and like sexuality within relationships. And like, yeah. I don't know. If I want people to take anything away, it's first of all, Things can be going wrong sexually, and you're allowed to say no when you're in a relationship. Okay.
0: Also, there's no right or wrong way. Don't yuck someone else's yum, but always feel safe. Also, always you feel shouldn't safe. have to. Oh, if you're not having sex seven times a day as a couple, you're in the bucket. Like, Stop comparing yourself to others. Have sex as much as you want to. Don't have sex as much as you want to. Mm -hmm. It's so fucking individualistic. It's literally our basic human need. Like, don't judge yourself based on anyone else's experience. Sorry, I interrupted you. No,
1: because that was a way more beautiful way of saying whatever the fuck I was trying to say.
0: (laughs) We really pick up each other's slack on the days that we need to, you know? I know. Sometimes my brain
1: doesn't – wires don't connect. Math ain't mathin'. It's just – You're my
0: beautiful yin to my yang. Are we even allowed to say that? Probably not. I
1: don't. I Yankee mom. I don't know.
0: I know it's my job to know.
1: oh Mahal looks so cute, guys. Meadow's dog Mahal is literally like it. She looks like she came out of you because she is (laughs) your twin, and it's weird. Like Meadow and Mahal are the definition of like dogs morphing into their owners.
0: Yeah, we could win one of those contests. That when they look alike should we should i oh my god i'm gonna call it research for the podcast and i'm gonna go on best in show like in the same way inventing anna does performance art i'm oh gonna my god. invent a character where i'm like obsessed with dog shows and mahal and i like take over the whole entire
1: thing. you should do like a live stream of like watching those sh- things like with mahal
0: what's funny is she would never listen to me
1: no <laughs> See, i <laughs> like feel like she, she's you but she has a little bit of me in her yeah, she does. She fully. I'm not does. around her enough, so I don't know. But maybe she feels the energy. She listens to the podcast. She's our she's our live guest.
0: I mean, she's here every time we record. She is our third host. She hears me mascot. Being- Oh, asshole. oh my gosh! We're doing this at the end now, but we had um, housekeeping details to go over. Mm, go ahead. We have officially moved the group chat from
1: Instagram to Discord because we got too big. <gasps> Wait, is that is it? Can we announce that like it's happened? Like you made the Discord. We can announce.
0: I made the Discord. It's fully set up. I'm about to send it off as soon as we hang up. So by the time this is published,
1: Meta's our community manager. Well, Michaela
0: is now basically. If you see Michaela in the Discord, Michaela works at NAMI is one of is basically okay so Michaela Bella my cousin and Maddie Bragg are all my children like spiritually and energetically those are my children so do not fuck with any of them but anyway she's our community manager because she knows how to use discord and we don't because we're grandmas but we're learning and we have this rad group and community of people that are so fun and so cool and going off all the time that we literally had to move to a different platform to hold it all but it's it's genuinely so much fucking fun you guys like if you want to join it's
1: on discord now please dm us please please because we have some dms that we haven't responded to yet just because we wanted to figure out what the next step was i think meadow made a story about it but yay exciting i can't believe you guys listen The fucking queen of the world is screaming at me so i guess that it's time time to go go. i love Love you you. tune in next week Monday. The ordered one too many deal at McDonald's, but luckily for you. whoa, is that McDonald's? There's always someone around and you got extras to help take it off your plate. Yeah. I like some. You can't go wrong with a family-sized bundle at McDonald's. Share a whole lot of happiness with a 40-piece McNuggets bundle, or keep it classic with a Big Mac bundle, all for just 18 bucks each. Price and participation may vary
0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: It's Tango Day everybody. Follow after me and step and bet. and slide and dip. That's tango. Why is Ice T leading our tango class?
0: It's probably the Honey Nut Cheerios. He found out they can help lower cholesterol. Now he's having fun taking care of his heart in all sorts of new ways.
1: Let's see those hips move, people. Learn more by picking up a box of Cheerios. And check out our Pour Your Heart Into It audio workouts with Ice tea and buzz to get your heart pumping.